0: Gasmine, why do humans put ourselves through barbaric torture? I just went to the fucking hygienist today to do my teeth and my gums are bleeding. So apologies, I've just taken painkillers, but I might be talking a little bit like this.
1: Oh, you're on drugs today, are you? Oh, this is gonna be fun. I mean paracetamol ibuprofen, but um, drugs. That's as far as it goes. um, Selfie and drugs. Yeah
0: um, I'm such a rebel. Paracetamol and Iprofen all at once. Oh my gosh. Oh,
1: you're so crazy. I'm you're so, so high. Crazy for that. I um <laughs> put myself through a lot of pain recently. I got an elbow tattoo.
0: Why would you do that to do yourself?
1: You know, I'm not even kidding. Wasn't that bad. I've had all of my legs done and my thighs and my calves were the worst. My elbow tattoo, I put some numbing cream on, but it faded after like fifty minutes. Wasn't that bad.
0: No, Yasmin, the underarm and the and the bottom are hell.
1: The elbow ditch. Is that what you're in about?
0: No, no, no. So, elbow. I didn't struggle actually that much with elbow, but, you know, like, so the back of the knees, the, the, the underarm, as soon as you start getting close to your armpit, death.
1: I've got near my armpit tattoo and I can confirm it was awful. Death.
0: Death. I want to die. This is the end. But, buttocks. Death.
1: Really? I wanted to get slay across my butt cheeks, but never mind.
0: Good luck. Good luck with that. But Wait. <laughs> If you bend forward, it would probably say like, "sloway,"
1: "sly," <laughs> "sly." And let's die. Please. Please. Hey. Hey. Hey.
0: Hello and welcome to On Wednesdays. We wear black with me, Sophie K, and Yasmin
1: Sumon. Hello, I've had a lot of my redacted energy drink, so I'm ready yes i'm glad glad (laughs) my non-sponsored
0: redacted energy drink (laughs) yeah pay us some money bitches and we'll say what energy drink you are but Um, if not redacted if not snooze so it's on wednesdays we wear black we talk about things within the alternative world and today we thought we would talk about some of the greatest collaborations that have ever happened in
1: the history of the world of rock because i tell you what rock has had some good collaborations like i when i was thinking about this episode i was like damn we really popped our pussy with that one
0: do you know what i was thinking as i was um thinking about this i was like okay i feel like collaborations are getting better as time goes on
1: Mm, but i feel
0: that i feel that rock was sleeping on collaborations for a long time and hip-hop were like owning that scene
1: yeah like the early two thousands, I feel like rock really could have really could have put its whole pussy into it, and only in like the late two thousands to two thousand tens did it actually go. Oh shit, mm. we should do this. Yeah, we should probably. Do you think we should maybe do this? Uh... Wait, perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. This might be a
0: good idea. Perhaps. Yeah, you're right. I think um, there were some collaborations, but it was always it tended to be a little bit outside of the genre. But mm. actual. Like rock artists coming together, it did happen, but I feel like it's happening more now. And it's ever since rock had to kind of go. Hmm, it's getting kind of quiet around here,
1: guys. Uh, <laughs> there's a, there's a few. Um, what are they called? Those dust balls that like roll around in those tumbleweed. Movie- there's a few tumbleweeds around here. This is, this is getting a bit weird. Maybe. Wah Maybe.
0: Wah, wah. Wah, wah wah. Yeah. Maybe we should look at hip hop and what they've been doing because for a long time, hip hop, the way artists were built up by other artists. Honestly, honestly. I mean, let's be honest here. There are so many artists that have been put on the map from collaborations. And I think we're going to talk about a lot of those. And I think a lot of those artists are actually
1: um, artists of color. Yeah. like. Just as an example, in the hip-hop world, well, not hip-hop, because it's more like rap and pop, um, Doja Cat did a collab with Rico Nasty for Tia Tamara, and I had no clue who Rico Nasty was, and now Rico Nasty is everywhere. Like, slay moment.
0: There you go. There
1: or you go. Megan The Stallion. Didn't she collab with Beyonce, or am I crazy? Am I gaslighting myself? Is this a gaslight? Yes, she did. And, and then Doja Cat and Nicki Minaj. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, these collabs, I'm telling you, So hip-hop has always done it.
0: Um, So we're going to have a look at some of the greatest collabs that have ever happened in all time. I wonder maybe whether we should go backwards, Yasmin, and start with the ones that I've got and then go on to some of the ones that you've got.
1: That's assuming that you don't have any newer ones to contribute. I believe in you. I I have some newer ones. Um, We'll we'll do yours first anyway, because you're going to give references that I have no clue about.
0: Well, I'm going to go old
1: school to begin. You have to tell the you have to say the year that it came out, or at least like the the oh, decade. Oh Jesus Christ, Yasmin! You're gonna test my knowledge. The 80s, the 90s. Like, I need to make you feel old. Oh well, so, you, this
0: one isn't. It's one that I know of because I listen to music. Mm. So this is like before I was born. Um, back in the day, back in the 80s they still had music in the 1980s don't you know um and people would listen to music on the radio and such such forms No, Um, yeah i know right they didn't have mp3 play. no you don't even have an mp3 player you don't even know what that is but they didn't have iphones i have
1: a brother and sister who are like mid 30s nearing 40s who were born in the 80s and they had all of them they had a walkman they had like the little cd player thingies and and disc man the floppy discs as well. I don't know what they do. No
0: one it. ever had a floppy disk player. The flo- a floppy disc was essentially, oh my god, I can't believe I'm explaining <laughs> this. I hate this. I hate this so much. Please. That sounds like
1: a euphemism. <laughs> let me I hate stick
0: on your floppy disc. <laughs> so a floppy so like you know like a um a little hard drive, like a flash drive. Yeah. That was what a floppy disc was, but it was like super small the amount it could hold on it. So, you'd have lots of floppy disks, like a little catalogue.
1: Do you want to feel old? I thought about this the other day. Only for like two years. No, of I my don't life, want to feel old. No, this is for everyone watching. Only okay. for two years of my life did I ever use a USB. And it was in high school because I had to. Um, but I don't use USBs. I never Lies. conveniently use the USB. Genuinely,
0: never. Lies? What do you, we use them on our DJ sets.
1: You use a USB. <laughs> I stand there and look hot. <laughs> When you come to a wee black DJ gig, I stand there and cause problems. And Sophie has a burning hatred for me the entire time. It's great. I just stand there. I'm, I'm. I like to describe myself whenever people are like, "How do you know Sophie?" I'm like, "I'm the goblin on her shoulder. I am, um, actually a sleep paralysis demon that escaped. Sophie is haunted by me every day. This is, this isn't even a podcast, Sophie. This is a hallucination. You've never used. You don't use USBs. I don't. I've I really don't.
0: In fact, do I? To be fair, I've got one and I I've no I don't really use them.
1: I've never used the USB. I've never used the floppy disk or Walkman. Of course, you, no. Um like floppy even, disk fair. Even the thing like in my laptop now, it's not got USB ports. It's got like an extender port for USBs and that's probably the only time I would use like a USB connector.
0: I mean, I know to you, Yasmin, I'm old, but I also use current technology laptops. Mine also doesn't have a USB.
1: Really? I thought my you know. boyfriend was still using like tablets to scroll out things. Sure, sure, an abacus. What's um, <laughs> what's an abacus?
0: Hey, I'm not that old <laughs> to have used an abacus. It's what they used like back in the day for counting. It's like Ooh, it's like jail bars hot. with little circles on it. I don't like really think. like
1: sexy math. Can I get in your abacusy? <laughs> oh my gosh! Ruined, ruined,
0: ruined. <laughs> Oh my gosh, please, if you're listening to this. I would like
1: to um, make a public apology to the math community. I'm deeply sorry for that statement.
0: (laughs) I don't think people still use, it's like an old calculator. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Right, so we're talking collaborations. um, And yes, the one I was starting with back in 1981, you had um, Queen and David Bowie who released the song Under Pressure.
1: Under Pressure. Ba, 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 you do know it. Da, ba, da, I know down, it because of miss. a DFS advert. <laughs> I know it because of a popular sofa advert in the UK. Wow, it is no! such a good track. Like, it is, it's a banger.
0: That collaboration is from a time. If you don't know much about those artists, you really should, because they that was like the equivalent of who are two of who are two of the biggest artists in the world right now.
1: Nicki Minaj and Beyonce.
0: Nicki Minaj and Beyonce coming together, which they did. But it's it's that kind of, it's like, that kind of amazing collaboration, and
1: I love Freddie Mercury. He was gay, he was South Asian, that's Mm -hmm. me. You're telling me I'm not Freddie Mercury? Have you ever seen us in a room together? Exactly
0: exactly 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 i want to hear you sing i've heard you sing yasmin and no offense but i don't think you're freddie mercury
1: (laughs) wow i was actually going to tell you about my singing career that i've been working on but i guess i'll just die (laughs) whatever sophie tell me another one of your silly little collaboration songs okay another collaboration that was
0: absolutely massive this was in a time where um Aerosmith who'd been a huge band throughout the 70s I'm making this up now on the spot so I believe I get my dates right huge band throughout the 70s um well known Aerosmith was starting as classic rock was starting to become uncool and hip-hop was starting to become more cool in the 1980s um and so that classic rock that we call classic rock now it obviously wasn't classic rock then was in decline Aerosmith did something really dramatic at the time and did a collaboration with Run DMC (gasps) <gasps> and no! that, that You know that song Work this way that's with, th- that's with
1: Run DMC Yes yes. Damn and that's their most popular song That is not, th- Well Who? I, I'm not sure I, Do you know I went on the Aerosmith ride in Disneyland
0: There's an Aerosmith ride?
1: Yeah Do you go into <laughs> Steven Tyler's mouth? I don't know but like they shouldn't have let kids on that shit like it's it's i so what what was it i don't know but you were in a rocket and then you launched and then there was loads of guitars around it was really cool i yeah that was real i was like 13 when that happened wow okay yeah that's kind of cool um also from that world
0: that was sent through to me on twitter is public enemy and anthrax
1: no that, do you
0: not know about this one either no oh my gosh Girl, i'm gonna make you a yesterday. playlist
1: i was born yesterday i love an enemy
0: this is before my time too really but i'm gonna make you a playlist um an amazing track and i think it was an exciting time of rock experimenting with hip-hop right um because it was so separate like Black people listen to black music, white people listen to rock. And that's kind of how it how it was. And yeah. then it was very divided. But those two genres were doing well. And so that crossover was huge.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Slay. Slay. Um, this was one that changed the course of my existence and job career. I could have been a really successful hip-hop presenter and I probably... <laughs> Would have gone really far in my career. But then fucking Linkin Park and Jay Z had to do an album.
1: Honestly.
0: Collision And then all of a sudden I was like, I no longer like hip hop, I like rock. And I focused my career in an industry which now they don't even televise the Grammy. They don't televise the awards that the rock people have won, so I'm not bitter.
1: I know. I know. But I could have
0: been in I could have been in, in rap and hip hop. Girl, you could have been at the Grammys right now.
1: I could have been at the Grammys, but um, that is such a banger! Like that song lives in my mind rent free. Well, it's an day. album,
0: you know. It's an album. Oh my gosh! Yes, it's called Collision Course, and it was actually put. It was actually put together from MTV because they like Jay Z was massive and doing his thing, and then you had Lincoln Park, and again, it was very separate. Um, and MTV put it forward, and no one really wanted to do it. But of course, Linkin Park are like Mike Shinoda's known for saying genre's dead and they're known for bringing in hip hop elements and blah, blah blah so they did this album and it took off in a way no one could have predicted
1: i remember when Chester Bennington passed and Jay-Z mm. performed it on stage and was like you know honoring him and like that was that changed the trajectory of of a lot of people's lives like that was that was a song that was a hit a banger truly an album truly like one or an ep of the, but it was it was a few best songs collaboration so far we'll see but like i want to put it there at number one
0: do you know what if we're ranking it i will put that whole collision course as number one as well
1: dead ass dead ass okay because every single
0: any- song oh every single song was have a you got killer. any more collaborations um, yes so i have some more um god you really came came i know with all of them i've got an emo throwback taylor swift and boys like girls with two. i didn't even know that was a thing <laughs> Two is better than one i put it, see people always doubt taylor swift but she has her
1: receipts from being in this industry she does she's one of her closest friends is hayley williams it's like girl maybe you are emo and she was a huge fan of corn
0: like to the point i think she got something signed by corn and was fangirling out before she was famous yeah sly Sly. um and then i just thought we would dive into i think there are three maybe four people who i have seen collaborate with loads of people um i'm sure you're going to mention a few of them let's see if you can guess who those four people are
1: Corey taylor yeah bring me the horizon
0: yes um kellen quinn i was gonna say either either vic fuentes and kellen quinn but i've formed them into one person in my mind valid and Um, lizzie hale
1: yeah kellen quinn has collaborated with a lot of people like a lot of people um and same with like bring me the horizon but bring me the horizon did it twice they did it with suicide season and with their new ep post-human like mm. insane insane do you know who i've missed out jacoby shaddix
0: <gasps> he's <gasps> also from from um from papa roach. roach he's also done loads and loads and loads of collaborations hasn't he
1: I know. Honestly, Bring with the Horizon have some of my favourite collaborations. Except I really liked um, Corey Taylor's collaboration with Kid Bookie, but mm. my God did Bring with the Horizon pop their pussy numerous times. One of my top songs on Spotify throughout the years, even to this year, is The Sadness Will Never End by Sam Carter and Ollie Sykes. Like mm. I I need people to understand. When that song was released, my vagina fell out of its body. The pussy was on the floor. It was popped. My heart went into what my chest. I pussy so much. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Like, genuinely, for the time, that was, like, the Raw XD emo metalcore collab of its era. You know? For Britain, anyway. I know we had mm. King for a Day, like, a few, few years later. But, like, that was, that was the one. That was
0: the one. And that was a powerful one, because both of those, like, MySpace titans. Um, so you referenced Corey Taylor. Let me just list Corey Taylor um, collabs, and let's see if you can list a few more ones with Sir Ollie Sykes. Corey Taylor, this is just naming a few. This isn't even all of them. Corey Taylor with Corn. I mean, please. Corn. Bo- Corey wa- Taylor. Bo- bo- wa- bo- please, that's dreams. Code Orange. Um, oh. Oh my god yeah i love code orange i mean it's just beautiful apocalyptica as well was a great one if you ever want to listen to that one soulfly horror i mean bringing corey taylor and horror together is one of my favorite collabs because i mean please
1: i know you'll notice that like he doesn't even do it for credit but like he collaborates and uplifts a lot of black artists and i respect him a lot for that i respect him a lot for that like i fuck with corey taylor next time we do an ally t-shirt we should
0: just have a Corey taylor face like a thumbs up on our t-shirt um <laughs> don't be racist <laughs> with
1: Corey taylor going
0: <laughs> hey Corey taylor approved um kid bookie as, as you mentioned tonight alive as well do you remember jenna when she came on the podcast said that Corey taylor was actually one of the nicest rock stars she'd ever met
1: yeah oh he just seems like such a cool like a dad like a dad i could confirm his son is really nice as well um oh my god why is his name lost on me he's invented Bended. Why am, I, why am I why am I not remembering his name? Why am I not remembering? We're bad at our jobs. Um he was lovely. I interviewed the band and they were they were just such nice dudes. And he was like, I got a tattoo while I was at this festival. I was like, Oh, Slay <laughs> Slay. He's, he's um, So
0: his name is Griffin. He looks just like a young Corey Taylor, and he's so giddy. He's, he's adorable.
1: So nice. But then when he's not giddy, like, I, I remember I interviewed them, like, last year at Bloodstock, and they were just really cool. Like, I'd had such a long day. I had a heat stroke, and they were, like, just so chill. The wholesomest dudes ever. Um, so, yeah, so there we go. Corey
0: Taylor. Let's have a look at Ollie Sykes, because... Bring Me the Horizon,
1: Ollie Sykes, so many collaborations happening there. Oh my God. I'm going to list some of my favourites. There's so many more than this. But you've got um, The Sadness Will Never End with Sam Carter. Mm-hmm. You've got Fuck with Josh Franceschi from You mm-hmm. Me at Six. You've also got Bite My Tongue. Um, you've got One by One with Nova Twins. Nova <laughs> Twins. I love them. Uh, you've got Kingslayer with Baby Metal, which is such a banger. Yeah. And then you've got. Um, the only butterflies you'll see are the ones that leave your chest when you're dead, which is with Evanescence. And then, Emily, yeah, you've got um, even if you win, even if you win, you're still a rat with Architects, and that is such a banger! It's such a banger! Oh, and football season is over. Um, oh my god, there's so many collapses done. Fuck me.
0: There's so many, right? Got that. Um, I've got to say, one of my favorites, obviously Nova Twins, because obsessed, but. The one with Amy Lee was super powerful.
1: That and like, so I think the album previously, they got a lawsuit from Evanescence because they accidentally like interpolated a song um, and they were like fully like, oh shit, yeah, like you're right. Like that's cool, like valid. Um, So then the fact that they came together for that song was like very wholesome and cool and like a very iconic moment.
0: We also, have we mentioned um, Silence Speaks by While She (gasps) Sleeps.
1: Oh, my God. Do you remember? So, like, let me tell you why I love that song. Because that was during the time after Throne when they, like, he was, like, not really screaming that much in his songs anymore. And, like, somehow, someway, Loz got him to scream. And, woo! <laughs> when I tell you my Twitter feed was chaos, I still throw ass to that song to this day. I've seen it live so many times. It's a banger. It's Absolute a banger. banger. Absolute banger.
0: Absolute banger. Um, and then there's obviously other ones that we have mentioned, like Knife Party, Lotus Eater. There's just so many There's out just there. so many. What would you say is your favourite? Which is your
1: favourite? The ones he's done with Sam Carter, only because I think, mm. like, A, nostalgic because of that time, but also they both have really good screaming voices in those songs. Like, the vocals yeah. are fucking insane. On even if you win you're still a rat and the sadness will never end but I do like bite my tongue and fuck with Josh Franceschi so like but either of them I also really all of them all of them is the answer um he's never done any wrong in a song man's talented as fuck
0: do you know what that reminded me of um we haven't actually thought I haven't written anything about Rao because Rao has been in quite a few from um right, right. he's done cross faith he's been were you me a six song even recently and They've been bringing people in, so they just did a track with Cody Frost.
1: Right. Do you know who else? Actually, I've just thought of this. Caleb Shomo has done a lot of collabs himself. Caleb Shomo, yeah. He I is. love that when I typed in Caleb Shomo, it's my playlist that calls Music Only Exists in 1986 when Caleb Shomo was born. So he did a song with We Came As Romans, I Prevail, Motionless In White, Action with Don Broco. Um, oh, yeah. That's such a good tune. And, uh, Don Brocco, and- if
0: you're listening in America right now, stop sleeping on Don Broco. I'm telling you. You need to listen to them all.
1: Silverstein, Bill Murray, Gideon, can't swim, sila, Damn! Miss Caleb Shomo was like, I've got time. um run me them checks, run me you, every check. Do you think they do you think artists just like ch- charge for a featuring? So <laughs> some do, some don't. I think with artists like Ollie Sykes and Caleb Shomo, they'd only really take on collaborations. and Corey Taylor, they would only really do collaborations if they enjoy it right like if it's something that they're like are you just saying that because
0: you're obsessed with those
1: artists no because i remember when Corey taylor and mgk got in beef on twitter because Corey taylor didn't want to do a collab with him or did do a collab with him but he wasn't he didn't really like the song so he was like sorry um like i think those kind of artists they're at that level where they don't need to take on the money true like they don't have anything to prove but some artists do still charge and that's why they do a lot of collabs Speaking of which, who else is on your list, Yasin? Kelly Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a known fact that like, he charges for collabs, um, but he's still really good. So obviously King for a Day, I'm not going to lie to you, it goes Jay-Z and Linkin Park and then mm. King for a Day and mm-hmm. then The Sadness Will Never End. Like Those are my top three scene collabs um, because my God! My God! There's something to be said about the fact that this song is 10 years old and it still has the same kind of impact it did 10 years ago. Your TikTok crew need
0: to give Sleeping With Sirens and Kellen Quinn their props because they all know King for
1: a Day, but a lot of them will only tell you Pierce the Veil. True. Uh, With Kellen Quinn, you've got Love Race, which is Machine Gun Kelly and Kellen Quinn, Into the Dark with Point North, Uh, Maybe Someday, Maggie Linderman, 408, uh, Magnolia Park, Loveless oh my god This Palo Royale, Pale Skin another Maggie Lindemann song um, there's just sh- Conquer Divide Magnolia Park, Story Untold, Memphis Mayfire god damn <laughs> Kellen-, <laughs> Kellen Quinn just said you want music? Say less he's like I need to pay off my mortgage um,
0: So valid,
1: honestly valid <laughs>
0: I'm here
1: for it. I'm here for it. I get that. Who else? Who else has done some iconic collabs? Do you know who we haven't mentioned? And um, oh my God, this was insane. When Spirit Box did Yellow Jackets with Sam Carter. Dude. Yeah. Because yes. I love Courtney Plant. Like, we tweet about it a lot, and I publicly confess my love for Courtney Plant. because the one time I met her, she was so. like we've worked together before but she's so fucking sweet like she's just a nice person and like that's very it's very rare to come across someone who's like how are you doing do you need any water is everything okay and i'm like thanks mom thanks mom but um no that song fuck me insane insane so good i asked people on twitter as well i've had a few more do you know what um
0: there's again more bowie queen under pressure they used My Chemical Romance
1: for their cover of Under Pressure. <laughs> um, can, we, can we include songs that are digs at other artists? Because do you know what? Pretty Handsome Awkward is such a banger. It's such a banger. I love the used and I love My Chemical Romance, but my God, did Bert McCracken puff his pussy on that song. Because if you don't know, it's allegedly about Gerard Way and there was like some beef that their label tried to brew up back in the day about it, but god it's such a good song and i love my romance but it's such a good song i don't know if i can agree with this one or i can
0: endorse this one but you know um from as it is so um ben langford bliss from as it is um he commented uh, sorry ben langford bis commented justice for metallica and lou reed i cannot endorse that why metallica and lou reed who's that Okay, so you've never heard the album, the Lulu album?
1: Mm-mm.
0: Okay, cool. We'll move on from that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this and you have heard Lulu, please, let's chat on Twitter. Um, so people saying here as well, oh, some of the collaborations with um, Limp Biscuit. <gasps> oh my God,
1: yeah. So yeah, that- Corn and Limp Biscuit did a song together and it's so good it's so good
0: there's so many tracks that they did um and i i can totally get why um magic mike stanik out posted this magic was, mike stanik i know right <laughs> as i was reading that i was like here we go um so limp biscuit did a song featuring method man and for hip-hop heads that is like oh my god um they also did a track with lil wayne
1: okay which is pretty
0: which is pretty badass so many great tracks. Do you know one of the I remember i remembered as well. So a song that often gets forgotten is that within temptation within temptation did a track called "And We Run" featuring Exhibit. <gasps> yeah, like, that was the most like when you have this like goth m- melodic metal
1: yeah.
0: collaborating with Exhibit, it just felt really. Um, Like, a really weird combination. But it was really interesting talking to them about that collaboration because it was apparently just all about testing the boundaries of of what a band can do. And I really respect them for that.
1: Do you know what I miss? Like, I'm Mm -hmm. happy that the scene is collaborating with one another and piggybacking one another and, like, helping each other grow. I miss, like... More genre crossover. Do you know who, like, this is well overdue. Post Malone and Bring Me the Horizon need to make a song. Because I don't know if you've heard that song that he was performing recently. I think it's like Take What You Want, which is one of his songs. And he screams in it at the end on the live performances. I'm like, can you imagine Bring Me the Horizon and Post Malone doing that together? Ah! You do
0: take what you want is um that's the biggest collaboration. I would put that as my number three, possibly my number two. That is um post Malone featuring Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne and Travis Scott.
1: Right? I feel like, like I feel like Bring Me should do like a remix with that, because that would be sick. But then Bring Me the Horizon and Danny Filth was pretty epic.
0: And Danny oh Filth and Ed god! Sheeran is coming, don't forget. Oh god. That's exciting. Are you not excited about that? I don't like Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I think I like Ed Sheeran with Danny. I don't think Danny Filth likes Ed Sheeran, and that's what he said in an interview. But doing a song together is pretty epic.
1: I I don't know. I'd like. No, he to likes Ed Sheeran, more... just
0: not the music. Let me just clarify Yeah.
1: I'd like to see more rap and hip hop crossover because you know what? Like rap and hip hop, and the landscape of it is so like dominated by women at the moment that I'd love to see Doja Cat do something or Megan The Stallion because she was an emo kid as well. Like Doja mm. Cat and Megan The Stallion were like emo anime kids. I feel like Doja Cat would do a great job on like. A heavier song i don't know because she did that say so remix for i think it was the mtv Music Awards, and it was a heavier version of it and it was um, like is she doing some kind of fly leaf crossover oh
0: i'm gonna say something controversial here though i don't want the co- the crossover to be with bring me the horizon i love bring me the horizon but they have done so much and achieved so much and i don't want it to be this is me personal i don't want it to be with machine gun kelly
1: Oh, I don't want it to be me. Pick a fucking other artist. I'd love to see Sleep Token do something with, like. I'd love to see Sleep Token do something with Hoysia, because I'm so convinced they're the same person. Sleep Token and Scissor. Oh! Yes! Yes! Do you hear me?
0: Do you hear me now?
1: Period. Yes! Like, oh,
0: that would be so beautiful.
1: I'd love to see Rico Nasty and Avril Lavigne do a song together, because they did a cover for AG. I know. They did a cover for AP, and like um, it was really interesting, like to see them talk to one another and like the interest that they shared. And I feel like they'd be really good on a track together, like an old school pop punk track with like a little rap verse in it.
0: Well, I interviewed Nova Twins the other day for Kerrang, um, head of Brit Awards, and they are friends with Lizzo, so maybe Nova Twins and Lizzo. Can you Please? imagine?
1: Please! I would take my cash, take my bank account details, PayPal. I've got it all. Venmo, Cash App, whatever it takes. Lizzo song with do Nova it. Twins just rocking out and just
0: doing a little bit on it.
1: Oh. I'd love, I'd love oh. the Nova Twins to do like a rock version of a Lizzo song and have her feature on it. Okay, we have that fixed was... the
0: music industry, Yasmin. I know. High five. I know. Well done, us.
1: Bitch, why is no one paying us for this?
0: <laughs> you're not, you're not here, so I'm just gonna clap because a clap is a high five with yourself. <laughs> all right, Yasmin, so. what are your words of wisdom?
1: My words of wisdom are, um, if you're a musician, don't be afraid to collaborate regardless of what genre the person you're collaborating is with. Because that's sometimes where you find the best, best songs, like the best shit.
0: My words of wisdom would be, if you are a musician, um, don't treat this like a stopover because you can always grow rock. Don't stop in it because it's cool. Why not evolve the genre and help it keep growing? If you make it big, don't abandon us, basically. Aye, fucking man, baby. I man. So, that's it. Um, follow us. Send us some love. Send us some emails that
1: we probably won't read until it's super late. <laughs> yep. At uh, WeWearBlackPod on Twitter and Instagram or WeWearBlackPod at gmail.com. I'm at YasminSimonX on everything. And
0: I am Sophie Kay. And we'll see you next week. Bye. You were listening to On Wednesday's We Wear Black. Please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week.